right, KISS Army. Welcome to the KISS FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today and letting us into your head. I hope we don't do any damage. We hope that you enjoy. Enjoy. enjoy, enjoy. Welcome to episode 338 of the KISS FAQ Podcast. I'm your host, Julian Gill. Today, we have a stranger with some happy trees in his background. Alex Bagboy, welcome. Thank you. Back to the show. Uh, also, Daniel Wees on the board. Hello. And the voice of reason, 69th Blizzard. My, my voice Hello. always drop when I introduce you. The voice of reason, <laughs> the 69th of Blizzard. Reason. <laughs> uh, but I do want to start off this episode with a thank you um, to one of our viewers and a friend. Um, Sylvie in Holland sent the Kiss FAQ podcast crew a card, and I'll just read you her note, which is, uh, Dear Jewel. Dear Julian and all the guys of the Kiss FAQ podcast, I wish you all a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I want to thank you all for the podcasts you have made because they were a joy to listen to, especially now in these lockdown times. So these cookies are for all of you, but I have to warn you, Julian <laughs> loves these Dutch cookies, so I think they will not survive long. Well, I have actually saved a pack of Stroopwafels for Ken, since he's closest to me and uh, to, to reship. I have all, already been into one of the packs. Oh, yeah. Sylvie, thank you very much. We, very, we do appreciate you taking the time to, number one, send you know yeah. a, a message in a card and also the goodies from Holland. And if you ever have the chance to find Stroopwafels, waffles i do heartily recommend them they are they're wicked they are just absolutely yeah. wicked <laughs> do you put yours on top of your morning coffee and let it get super soft with the steam and everything or? no because I, I like the little bite that they have straight out of the the wrapping um with my coffee actually but they are they are so full of like caramel molasses mm. sugar and the waffle oh they are they are just she to, to to fess up she brought me some on the cruise uh in 2018 okay. and i was sitting in my cabin i was like i'm not gonna go out to have anything to eat i've got stroop waffles i'm sorted so thank you very much yeah, um, thank you. today our episode is going to be about the best of 2020 and since we've just concluded a decade, some of our, you know, top memories and events and happenings and things that have affected us as KISS fans and whatnot um, during the previous decade as well. So it's all, everything is fair. I mean, it, we're going to talk about some music and some of it may not be KISS music, especially for me. Oh um, you know, um, Alex we haven't had a chance to really talk this year, but what are some of the high points that you've been able to enjoy during your crazy year? Because you've gone from Idaho, you've left home, you've finished school. Um, you've been on Facebook watching things happening and not really able to fully participate. What are some of the things you've enjoyed during 2020? You know, I've, uh, it's, I, I've enjoyed, the positivity that I think a lot of the fans have done uh, with the various podcasts, um, with uh, some of the things with Bruce. You know, I think one of my highlights of 2020 was uh, Bruce Kulik's little Asylum Tour recap video with Won't Get Fooled Again that just covered by The Who. Uh, things like that, uh, you know, it's been positive. Um, I really wish some of the other guys would get a little more on, on board with some stuff because we, we, we sure do miss them. 
uh, doing things. But Bruce, I think he's, he's been to me, he's been the most, uh, he's been my positive at times because you know you go on and you see something from is it cool looks cool kiss closet or something like that and he pulls out some item from his collection that he has and and stuff like that so as a kiss fan that's been great and again some of the great uh, podcasts and there's been a plethora of, of you know more uh that i think has really helped um uh, bring positivity to uh my busy year i mean even you just mentioned myself i just graduated uh uh, college, uh, history education, in case you guys are wondering. Um, and, and of course, like my last, my whole teaching thing I was doing, I was alone in Idaho. My family had already moved to Tampa, Florida, and, and that's where I'm at now. Um, and so there was a whole, you know, it, it was stressful. And, and to be able to kind of get online, uh, see the post of you guys, uh, cool stuff you guys got in the mail, whether it was a super cool Japanese mini LP CDs of like killers or double platinum or uh, best of the solo albums or things like that. I think that's the positivity that, that I've enjoyed with 2020. Um, hasn't been many shows, but the positivity of, of the Kiss fans and, and social media, though, have kept it going regardless. How many of your shows have been postponed to date now? Because I know you got bitten by COVID um, in March. <laughs> uh, you, yours so, had been delayed at the end of 2019, oh, like ours was um, for, for Oakland, but for different reasons. Oakland. And then uh, it was such a bummer, uh, being positive, because um, everything's there's definitely always positive and things come, and, and I'm hoping that they'll do a show. But bummer was uh, I... I switched my show from Salt Lake to Boise, Idaho, and was set to also go backstage to meet Gene afterwards. Uh, a friend was buying the act space, and he was going to let me be his plus one. Uh, and so I was super stoked. <laughs> and of course, I got bummed. And so I think there may be a show in Georgia. So now comes the convincing of, hey, honey, can I go six hours away and <laughs> catch a show in Georgia when, uh, when those happen? But, you know, regardless of, I mean, it's 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 weird. I think sometimes you know when you we watch those videos on YouTube or shows, especially when you watch those professional shot shows, and you see everybody's got their cell phones out, and you think like, dang, put your phones away. But at the same time, there's so much great footage, uh, Vancouver and stuff. I was joking with you earlier, Julian. I one night like me and my dad we just do on that Vancouver show and stuff, and I joked I was going to have my dad like throw guitar picks at me just so I could get the experience of of being at the show. But that Vancouver show. I'm so um, so grateful that so many fans have filmed so many of these shows that you go on on YouTube or any of those uh, video platforms and catch stuff. I mean, I, I don't want to jump ahead to what may be discussed, but I mean, there was cool footage today in preparation for the New Year's Eve Dubai show tomorrow night that was already on like Facebook from Soundcheck and stuff, and it made it look really cool. Yeah, and we we will definitely talk about Dubai since that is happening tomorrow, and uh, a lot's been happening today. Daniel, you, you know, for you, um, you're in a part of the world that's handled this year a little bit differently than elsewhere. How have you tried to take the best out of you know your experience and life as a music fan, and you know as a Kiss fan this year? I'll have to second Alex because for me, the KISS related podcasts have been an important part of my you know, life. Uh, I do enjoy a few of the others as well. And I do listen to ours at times when I'm not on it, uh, as Alex seems to do as well. 
uh, it's fun to see what what you guys are up to, and uh, I giggle when I, I hear the discussions. But it's not only the uh, <clears throat> Kiss FAQ podcast that, that I appreciate. I, I have a few favorites. It actually started many years ago when I heard the uh, the Pot of Thunder podcast. I truly enjoyed that one. I, I thought they had such, uh, uh, you know, they see, seem to to have a good uh, chat going among along among themselves. What do you call it? Banter. A good, a good banter. And uh, uh, they truly dissected the Kiss songs. And uh, I, I enjoyed that a lot. Unfortunately, after a few years, they had done all the Kiss songs. So then they, I, I stopped listening to that podcast. But then I rediscovered three sides of the coin. They get a lot of flack. And sometimes rightfully so, but I still feel that at times that podcast is really, really good. They're able to land uh, interesting guests and uh, at times they have great questions for for the guests. And I I do enjoy some of the interviews. Uh, uh, But now I'm, I'm totally focused on another podcast and uh, it's not really a kiss podcast but kiss always comes up in the discussion and it's called the decibel geek podcast uh there's something about the uh, uh the guys that i like and it's once again the banter between them i, I think i you know it seems like you know a regular conversation between kiss fans uh so and they have opened up a bit lately using some sort of program so you can um, participate live with them, you know, uh, asking them questions and so on. And they incorporate it in the show. Maybe something we could try at one point. It would be kind of cool. But 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 KISS podcasts have been really important to me this year. I And you've mentioned that to me in, uh, you know, private messages about, yeah. you know, involving, you know, listeners, fans, haters, whomever, you know, uh, yeah. in, in a live environment. I'm I'm gung ho for it. But I, I do want to echo what you said about Decibel Geek. Um, I, I recently recorded an episode. I don't know if it's dropped yet uh, with them. And Aaron mm-hmm. and Chris are just really fun. I was kind of standoffish because when you're guesting on someone else's show and you're usually the host, you don't want to kind of come in, bull in a yeah. china shop and take over. Oh. And you want to be respectful. So, you know, I, I was very much, you know, just staying quiet until I was prompted to speak. So a little bit awkward. But I love how <laughs> those guys just have a natural rapport like we do and whether it's alex returning uh you know after not being on for quite a while or you as well daniel who who doesn't isn't able to participate in as many episodes as you know we'd love and i'm sure maybe you would like to you know it's nice to have that kind of banter back and forth that sometimes resonates with people and sometimes doesn't and i found myself listening to a lot of podcasts this year just because of the nature of work something on in the background rather than just listening to music listen to a lot of ages of rock shows um three sides obviously as well decibel geek has been the main one uh podcast Mm -hmm. as well um and and i've you know kind of been digging more into these other shows because i just need to listen to other people talking 
And I yeah. don't really care what the the subject is. I just need to listen to that kind of banter that we have because this hour or so that we're going to just chat gives me such an escape that it's become critically important. Ken, you know, 2020, what are, you know, kind of the things that stand out for you um, along the lines of Daniel and, and Alex's? Yeah, well, you know, I'll echo. Yeah, I agree about the podcast. And, and actually, you know, I find myself this year or since the lockdowns and thing everything that happened starting around march or in april um i was i was listening to less podcasts than normal um so i did a little i did i'm not doing any commuting right now um you know working from home um so when i was driving to work i was that was my time to work and, and you know to work at home uh to to listen to these podcasts um so uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh it was kind of my you know my my just my little time that i had which was really good um but uh and so i i don't do that as much though i i do still listen to um definitely you know podcast rock city um and you know some of the other ones i i jump in and listen to podcasts and so on every now and then so yeah, they're all they're all good. I mean, they're all good as an escape. Um, um, otherwise, uh, you know, it was it was just at least I feel lucky um, that you know we even have this board, this Kiss board yeah. that we have um, because I think if Kiss went away, this board would still be people would still be. It's it, Kiss is gonna just live on one way or another. And uh, and people are going to be talking about the latest merchandise, whatever. Kiss news. What's this? What's you know Gene doing now that he's retired? <laughs> whatever. Um, I, I think it's very uh, you know a, a good thing. Another cool thing that the fans are you know keep going. You know if if no no fans you know posted and you know talked and asked questions and reported news. It'd be gone. There'd be nothing. So it's really, really good that, you know, the fans are still doing that. Otherwise, you know, I feel lucky that I was able to go, you know, to the second to last uh, Kiss show um, before the lockdown, the one that, you know, Julian and I went to in Oakland. Uh, I feel very lucky uh, I got to see them because <laughs> that was already delayed once. And then, we, you know, and feel very fortunate to actually even get backstage, you know, uh, thanks to Julian and th thanks to Tommy Thayer. Um, yeah, not not thanks to me, thanks to Tommy Thayer. <laughs> thanks to Tommy Thayer, yeah, it's, give thanks for where it's due, right? Um, so yeah, thank you, Tommy, for that. Um, so yeah, I mean, and then you know they had the releases and stuff that at least some things are coming out that are cool, that at least I enjoy, you know, the colored vinyl and stuff like that. So. Um, yeah, it's it's been a tough year, but there's there are some you know good things that you know get us through it. Yeah, we'll I, talk uh, about some of those favorite releases, but you've provided a very very good segue from you know the last show that we saw together in Oakland to what's going to be happening tomorrow, which is of course the live stream from Dubai. So 
let me just poll each one of you quickly. You know, I, I don't know if you've seen the set list. You've seen some yeah. tastes of videos. Yeah. Um, Daniel, let's start with you on, on just your general opinion of that. Will you be watching tomorrow? Um, and if not, um, what are your opinions of what you've seen so far? And, and Gene, he looks fantastic. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think Gene didn't receive any cookies in the mail. Uh, he seems to have lost. <laughs> he seems to have lost a few pounds, and he's not eating them on camera. No, he, uh, yeah, he looks fantastic. Uh, and uh, I watched the um, uh, sound check, the songs that were released on Facebook: uh, Detroit Rock City, Psycho Circus, and I think there was maybe one more. Uh, and of course, the uh, the effects. The bombs, the shooting oh, yeah. stuff everywhere looks beautiful. And uh, so I'm sure it will be uh, a good show. So I guess I will be tuning in. Uh, uh, and Paul sang live. That was uh, some time ago he did that. So, so if you look carefully, you see that he, he actually sings the songs. And I read a few comments on the KISS FAQ board, and most of them were kind of negative. But I didn't think he, he sounded that bad. Uh, I think he sounded good enough. So I'm hoping that he will at least try doing a few of the songs live and not using the pre-recorded uh, vocals all the it's, time but it's an interesting sure layout you know to have the stage there and then the audio bouncing off the hotel and then of course it's a, a crappy quality microphone on a on a phone uh, you know whatever you know he he was singing well, well, one thing i have one thing i have to add it was kind of cool to see them without makeup playing with effects it took me back to you know the revenge tour or something so i kind of Felt uh, good when I saw that. Yeah, Alex, what, what, what's your take? And did I interrupt a, a thought that you oh, were having earlier? You know, I was just going to say, uh, I'll jump back thirty seconds for the podcast. You know, I did a whole cross country trip, six days by myself, solo across America. And except for the one day, I told Julian I listened to the entire Gene Simmons vault one whole sitting. <laughs> oh, wow. wow, that's <laughs> that was a, pretty but, impressive. Uh, Thank you. Uh, maybe maybe I was the first one. Uh, but, you know, it's just a podcast. It's what kept me um, focused with my drive, which was, which was so crucial. And it was like, you know, because that will be the certain parts of America is beautiful. If you had ever been here, it's beautiful. It's huge. Uh, a lot of open space, though. <laughs> and, and so to put that on, I felt like you guys were sitting in the car with me. Um, and then, you know, the other shows, you know, Chris and Aaron on Decibel Geek uh, and so forth. And so that's why I love the podcast. It's great. Uh, as to with Dubai, um, I, I love seeing those sound check videos of them without the makeup. I gosh, I just I'd love for them just to do like one show, you know, sans makeup, you know, bring Bruce out for a couple songs, and and then there won't be the whole issue with you know they may even get the other people they can because it won't be an issue with the makeup. Uh, I just would be so cool to see just one more time a, a non-makeup electric show. I know they did on the cruise, but in an actual yeah. good setting where they could film. Uh, but I, I'm excited for it. Uh, you know, I think any of us, you know, you look at a set list and I think everybody's got their, uh, you know, that one track they could see without. <laughs> and, you know, I've got that one song they could see put in there. So 
that just always becomes the endless discussion. Uh, but at the same time, it's it's exciting because it, yeah, it's it's basically the set list for the end of the road tour. But there's going to be a DVD for those who get it, and I'm sure somebody's going to upload it to YouTube for the the free the free <laughs> the free lotus that will go to YouTube to watch all sorts of those things or whatnot. Um, but a great opportunity, exposure for the band. What a great way to be positive on an end to sit here and go, let's just take you know 2020 by the balls and we're going to end it the way we want to. And, you know, you see that pyro that they've got. My goodness, I, uh, you know, I'm not going to be in Dubai. But I remember going to the show I saw in 2010, which was the last time I, I saw the, the band live. And we were at least maybe 20 rows away from the stage. But every time the pyro went up, I felt it. So I cannot only imagine people are going to probably leave Dubai with their eyebrows singed off at this point because it <laughs> it is massive. And uh, I, I think it's just so exciting. And and so proud you know it's our group it's, it's why we're here talking you know we're not talking as a metal show or anything that we don't mind mentioning other bands at times we're on a kiss podcast and our band is going out in style which is what kiss has always done and i'm excited for them yeah i think dubai is looking very exciting um number one the size of the stage the scale of the production and what they're doing if it has the number of cameras, we're going to see one thing on the live stream tomorrow. And I think we're going to see a completely different thing when it's edited and turned into uh, the theatrical yeah. release. It's it's clear they've been doing some interview segments and whatnot. Uh, they've set up, they've knocked down a palm tree so that Paul can fly out to a mini stage. Uh, again, the set list is exactly what it was for us in uh, March. And you know what? Do you know how many people missed concerts this year that would have been the, that same set? I think it's perfectly fine. Yeah, would I have liked Strutter to be thrown in there? Yeah, we could all probably pick a song that we'd like removed and want to be added in. But what's the point? Here they are. They're doing a pay-per-view of what is the End of the Road set currently with the greatest production values possible with you know the world record um you know uh, flame fireworks whatever but watching all these sound check videos and looking at the cameras panning over to these towers with all these flames and stuff yeah you know i've been close to these flames you know in, in 2000 they are hotter than hell yeah. um it's impressive but also the sound and and again, uh, it's not the same sound that we're going to get when we have the, the the stream or the fully produced version later down the road or the vinyl, which, yeah, I, I'm getting that vinyl for, for sure. Um, I, I think it's very exciting. You know, I've got a pay-per-view. I, I never do pay-per-views. I've never done them for, for sports or for anything. And I'm going to be watching at 9 a.m. tomorrow. Kiss. You know, I took the day off from work to be able to, to do it. So I'm very excited. I, do I care about the set list? No, I've been to, what, six shows on the tour. I've enjoyed every single one. One was front row. Others have been all over the place um, in, in, in the venues. So it doesn't matter. I've, I've seen a couple of different sets, you know, and they haven't varied that much. Neither have the production values. But there you're seeing all, like, I think there's 17 pods. Mm -hmm. You've got yeah. backgrounds. You've got, 
you know, social distancing on stage. Uh, but I, I do agree with the comment about it. it was really cool seeing them do this without makeup. Um, that was very neat. All right. So before we continue, I do want to say we are doing a giveaway this episode. We have one copy of the Ace Frehley Origins Volume 2 Christmas Edition. So it's red and green vinyl with the with the the ace card uh it's not signed obviously but um anyone who wants to email into kissfaq at outlook.com and just say merry xmas merry christmas happy hanukkah or whatever happy new year just a happy message uh you'll be entered into a drawing and you'll be the first person to receive the kiss faq podcast 2020 pick which yeah. I didn't get a chance to do anything with this year. So you get one of them, you'll have a chance to win that that vinyl and the postcard as well. So let's move into some of the releases this year. There's been vinyl, there's been colored vinyl, there's been, you know, premium vinyl, there's been vinyl that, that's not worked out, there's been the, the CDs as well from Japan, there's been Ace Vinyl, there's Eric Carr, Recology, Picture Disc came out, um... I think also the orange vinyl didn't ship until January, even though it was technically December. And also music from Peter Chris and Richie Scarlett. You know, what is your favorite vinyl from the year or your musical release that you've repurchased for the 89th time? Um, <laughs> what is the most exciting one of those that you weren't able to find because you weren't in the right country or in the right store? Um, Ken, let's start with you since you're, you're always, uh, you know, interested in these things, aren't you? These things, yes. Um, yeah, I think the most, well, the most interesting things to me were the the vinyl, I guess. Um, sure, it's just repressings of the two, you know, a lot of them are repressings of the 2014 um, Kisteria, you know, that remasters at that time the vinyls um but uh you know the i think some of my favorites were this year um were where they at least did some kind of design on them um or a splatter uh i think the unmasked one came out pretty good um and there there had been other ones that were pretty good uh i was i feel lucky to have gotten the just to kill vinyl the red vinyl since supposedly they stopped the presses at like three or four hundred i don't know they had they did limited amount of copies of that uh, because of you know everything you know was locking down and and so on so um but yeah i've been getting most of them the double platinum one i really like except you know they're both picture discs i would have rather had maybe one colored and the other one picture disc um but you know i got both <laughs> both of those and then they're live and so yeah, I've been getting all those. Um, uh, they're they're pretty cool. I, I'm I'm still waiting for you know some other stuff like if they do a nice live two or something like that. Hopefully at some point, um, and hopefully a, some kind of special edition of of that. Um, but yeah, other otherwise, you know I, I you know I get a, you get a shirt or or something like that. You know a few things here and there. So. It's 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 just the normal, you know. At least they seem to be, or the company is listening to us a little bit, maybe uh, what the fans are wanting as far as the you know the colored vinyl or 
or what colors to make of them. Some of them don't make any sense, but, uh, you know, they're, they're getting better at it. So you didn't buy that box of stuff? That <clears throat> oh, well, that thing. Yeah, we <laughs> talked about that. But uh, we're staying positive. A couple of episodes, yeah. I mean, sure, that's fine. It's good for someone to buy this box, cardboard box full of things that probably they couldn't sell on the KISS online site. So they threw it in the box and they charge it $225. How many KISS fans got that for Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever they celebrate for birthdays? And they had to say there, thank you so much. Uh, Just what I wanted. Perfect. Alex, what about music? I mean, you've just talked about, you know, music and listening to Gene's box. Uh, But I know you've been focusing on, you know, work and, and real life. Have you... Have any of these grabbed your attention, and which excited you the most? Oh yeah. Uh, well, you know, I was I was a student teaching, and luckily, luckily uh, a five minute drive from the school I was at was a Target, so I got to go there and pick up the Ace Freely Origins too, and pick up a copy for myself, for my dad. And we were excited just to go. You know, I got home, and uh, I mean, I, I put mine in the car and, and jammed the whole way home uh, with it, and I loved it. Uh, and you know, like Ken said, I, I would say there's a few color choices for the color vinyl that I, I, I sit and go like, not bad. This would definitely work better with this album. Alive should be Asylum, just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that Marte color would be perfect for Asylum. Uh, so if you're listening, Kiss, you know, I'll take a free, I'll take a complimentary copy for the idea. Um, but I was so excited to go to Walmart before, uh, you know, they want to put Walmart here in the U.S., uh, like the first time in years we're closed on online Thanksgiving. And so I, I was there a couple of days before Thanksgiving though. And it was so exciting to, I, I completely forgot. I thought it was just like an online special and I'm walking and there's like six copies of love gun, mm-hmm. you know, the record and stuff. And it was just so cool to just see, you know, the vinyl there, uh, where I was in Idaho, uh, not a lot of, of music stores. Uh, you know, when I grew up, there was rec- uh, Tower Records and uh, Sam Goody, FYE, and all those places with all the good music. And I know they're all kind of a dying breed as it is, anyways. Um, but you know, it was just it was just exciting that to pick up. Uh, so I picked up Love Gun on vinyl for my dad. It was exciting to go home. You know, and I was like, hey, yeah, I got the, uh, yeah, <laughs> whatever I was sent to the store to get, you know, the rolls and the butter, <laughs> and I picked this up, too, and then put it on on, on the uh, turntable and to just listen to the album. Sure, we've listened to the album, you know, hundreds of thousands of times, but it, there was just something magical of just being able to sit there with a fresh vinyl record and put it on the turntable and, and, and for myself to enjoy that moment uh, with my dad. Um, you know, now I'm, you know, clear across the country from, from my family. So uh, it was a good bonding moment for myself. And, and so that's what I love with the music with that. Nice. And, and what's better than a bonding moment with a loved one, you know, especially over music or anything that you can share. Daniel. Yeah. New releases. Uh, I'm actually looking at the whole decade for this one because I'm not a fan of re-releasing stuff all the time i'm not buying that but if you look at the past decade i guess there's at least two releases from kiss that's uh real great and interesting and the first one is of course monster that they released an album this decade it's a long time ago and it's not maybe my favorite album but i think that's really important that they try to put out stuff 
and the other one is Kiss Rocks Vegas, which actually is a real cool Blu-ray. Uh, so those two are worth mentioning. But when it comes to new releases, I'd say stuff like this is more interesting. <laughs> that fucking background. Ah. <laughs> see if I can remove that one yeah okay so stuff like this yeah uh, this is uh, Alex and Carl cool. Linnaeus right yeah and uh, they uh, they're pretty stubborn they they only release these books they have another one in uh, in Swedish I really don't know why but uh, yeah, they're really great reading and if you look at this past decade, I think if you look at the releases, somehow the fans have uh, done more for me than Kiss this past decade. Because you can move on. You can you have books like this. This is actually written, I guess, mostly by Ken Sharp and Gene and Paul added a few stuff, a few things. And you have stuff like this. And... Uh, you know, Yule and Gill's books are quite awesome as well. Uh, but uh, I think KISS fans have taken a bigger part of my uh, KISS fandom. You have the KISS podcasts and the KISS books. And these books that the Swedish guys released, they're mainly about their uh, history, their own history. And... Uh, trying to find details from way back. This last one focuses a whole lot on Peter Chris's career, and they found out a lot of crazy stuff that I didn't know. So it's pretty interesting. I, I'm hoping they do something in English so more people can uh, take part of this, because it's a really good read. So I just want to say that when it comes to releases, I think the Kiss Army do it the best and they have been doing that for quite some time now if you look at concert videos you have uh, Andrew for example he's a good example putting in the effort to make something that we didn't get from the band and that we all can enjoy and he'll keep doing that and hopefully others will you know follow in his tracks uh, because if you do have a lot of spare time and maybe a little bit of OCD, you sure can make one of these videos yourself as well if you have the proper editing tools. So uh, I'm hoping for more videos, more, more. Maybe someone can do something about the revenge era, for example. That would be great to see. So I'm just wanting to, to, to tell it to the Kiss Army that you're doing a hell of a job, and I'm enjoying every book, every video that you managed to put out there. So that's. That's an important thing, the Kiss Army. We're, we're, we're sort of taking over. Real quick, I just want to add, I just want to, add to that. That's yeah. the thing I love. I'm, I'm a history education major, so history is my emphasis. And it, it's funny because, you know, these books, we, the, you know, Julian's Odyssey, uh, the, the yeah. Solar Albums book, Danger Zone, um, and, and, of course, all the album focuses. You know, the, the historians that I find in all of us, we, we look for that nitty-gritty detail that's you know it's funny um, because you get someone there, and I read other uh, other history, you know history books uh, pertaining to other things that that are focused, especially with my my field, 
And it's fun because when you look at like the official, you know, whatever puts, gets put out by the official, you know, whether it's an organization, church or whatever it could be, it's always kind of very skimp. But then when you get like that one guy who who's got to focus on that specific period, that's when you find the gold of all those things. And, you know, you, you, and you see that even with the videos, you know, with, with Andrew Scambati's videos and stuff, you know, you, you see the things that go like, that's what, oh, you know, why is he not working for Kiss? Like, <laughs> you know, I don't, you know, that they throw it, you know, I would have flown him over to Dubai and said, you know, hey, so what are we filming stuff? Because he's got an eye for that stuff. You know, the Kiss fans, the Kiss army are really top notch with getting those things that, the things that we'd like to see, those things we want to, want to read about and watch and listen to. And hopefully Kiss fans continue to do it. I mean, Nigel, you know, when I saw that I had Daniel, and Alex on it was almost like we got to get Nigel as well. I mean, he's just put up a, a new video and he's doing something not similar to Andrew, but he's going back into doing video tributes to the band. He's Nosferatu 1974 on the board. Um, and he's just posted his new 1970s tribute video, 73 to 79 on there. And it premiered at the Kiss Masquerade, um, which was what, 10 days ago now, you know, so a lot of people are working on things that represent something to them. I mean, it, it expands. I mean, you, you then have Ross and the magic project, which the scope is just stunning when you think of that and then you have other kiss fans who are channeling that same sort of energy into other projects a great one that i've just you know i've been looking forward to ordering this book and it's not kiss related so uh, alex michael you know shameless alex you know has done a book on delorean and yeah. it's history mm. and you know i've just ordered that coffee table book because it's a fan putting that passion in and of course he also recorded a soundtrack song for the book as well you know so it, th there's so many cool things that are being worked on by fans you know odyssey was tim the solo album book was tim danger zone was me with you know leveraging some stuff that tim had done as well that's the past that's done that's all been written published the typos are still out there and it's all about what fans are going to do i love what you know alex and carl have done with those i wish they'd do it in english but yeah. you know they, they've decided not to so you know I, I i do respect that alan did his reprint of kiss in japan you know this year as well which right. you know very brave to do it at this time and, and I do want to ask you, Daniel, since you have read yeah. that, uh, it's got a lot of Peter Chris. I know Alex always loved and was really yeah. fascinated by Balls of Fire. Does he cover the whole history of that damn band in that book? Uh, I mean, he covers more than anyone else I've ever seen uh, doing on Peter Chris. Uh, there's so many details and crazy stuff he finds out. So uh, maybe I should read this chapter for you uh, sometime because uh, it's really interesting and he, he truly goes in deep and uh, he he um, well there's something about his interest in Peter Chris that um, is, is insane I mean he, he didn't do a whole lot of good stuff and even Alex says that it, it's not that he, he likes the stuff most of the times but he has to find out what he did and uh, there hasn't been a whole lot of research done on, on, on that part of history so it's uh, good to read about it so well 
I'm gonna have to turn. I'm, no, I'm gonna have to turn <laughs> over some memos to, you know, Alex because I think he'd yeah, be the perfect that. guy for Peter Chris's 1981 to 83 and some of mm-hmm. the guys that he was rehearsing with. I've got the names and maybe he could do the interviews because I'm never gonna do them now. Um, you know, and that sort Why of. Why not? I I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm. You're done with your writing, it seems. No, I'm I'm Def working Leopard on. Is the final. No, I'm, I'm working on Aerosmith. Aerosmith, um, Aerosmith. Def Leppard. I may may pick up the Gauntlet and do Volume Two, yeah. but there just wasn't the interest in that uh, from from that fan base. We'll see how the Aerosmith one does. But yeah. Kiss, I've got no desire. I'm I'm working on two yeah. things for yeah. kind of repackaging. I'll do a limited printing in January of End of the Road. End of the road interrupted. Once we get the details out of yes or tomorrow's, uh, and then I'll do a volume one reprint. But I, I'm done. It's it's down to other people to take up and do the, you know, dig into the areas that they're interested in. Mine went further. It's not been fun without Tim, and you know, it's just time for other people to do it. Let's talk about highlights of the, you know, kind of the COVID downtime. You know, each one of the members has done some stuff online. We've already mentioned Bruce, and and I I think it's pretty clear that Bruce wins in terms of everything that he's put out for the fans. But what was some of the videos by them that you have appreciated the most? And, you know, it also goes to the the past decade. What are some of the greatest things that come to mind when... You know, looking back at particularly at this past year, but also as far back as you want to go, um, Alex, that you've enjoyed. Um, I really like. You know, that's why I was like, oh, I could do more uh, when Paul did those videos right at the beginning. You know, it was, I think it was like fifteen, twenty minutes, just jamming on his guitar. And I was, I was so hoping we'd we'd get more. You know, maybe one once a month or something. And and, and Paul, if you're watching, listening. Uh, you know, if you want to treat us again with that, I'd, I'd greatly appreciate it. Um, I, I just thought it was fun. Sure, he wasn't singing. He was just jamming. But there was something fun of just seeing him holding at Les Paul and just playing those classic riffs uh, and stuff. And so that was that was exciting. Um, you know, for the decade, uh, it's been a lot of great uh, videos um, that have been out. I loved, uh, you know, I really love the whole Gene Simmons vault experiences and, and seeing him interact with other uh, former members of KISS and stuff. Even having Vinny at the Nashville, uh, was it Nashville, right? Nashville vault signing. Um, you know, it, th- those were exciting. That was an exciting time, especially that first one that you and, and Ken went to, Julian, and, and seeing, I think it was, I think it was Sonny Pooney who was doing a lot of the, the live streaming and stuff. Um, yeah, and just seeing that interaction with them, and then seeing uh, Eric, Bruce, Ace, and Gene up there on stage together, just just goofing off and having fun, and, and made it so much fun to be a Kiss fan. Or you know, I mentioned I watched the Vancouver show, but I mean, how many of you guys were there that night when Vancouver took off that first night and had? I mean, Julian was there in person, but for us that weren't, you know, I remember having the live stream, and I forget your name. I think his name was like Arturo or something. One of the guys, you know, he had live streamed the 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 entire the entire show, and and that was like so exciting. I remember, uh, you know, being in my kitchen, uh, and and just you know, was being pumped of just watching the whole show and and, and being super excited, you know, for the tour. Um, 
you know, even uh, with with Vinny coming out, it was great to to hear hear some things on him. You know, hear what he's been up to, what what happened, kind of hear his side on some things. I mean, I remember getting home and rushing home and and pulling up Sirius XM on my phone to listen to Eddie Trunk and to just catch the interview. And you know, there was that hesitancy of like, is he gonna is he gonna show? Is he not? I mean, you know, if, if I had been away from everybody for twenty years, I definitely would be nervous as all get out. Uh, to to come back out and to talk, so I I definitely, I, you know, when that was happening, I was like, well, I mean, I don't blame the guy if he decides, you know, this is just too much for me, and, and stuff. You know, we we read of people that that go, went through similar things, you know, like John Deacon of Queens. You know, he's he's really tried to stay out of the public eye. Uh, same things with like Sid Barrett from Pink Floyd and stuff. You know, they just kind of walked away and and tried to live, you know, as much of a private life. So I fully respected that aspect but i was excited you know for the, there was such good moments like that happening um uh, for kiss uh and and various members uh the amount of ace Fridley solo albums that come out I mean, we got uh space invader uh, origins one uh spaceman origins two i mean we got four space out uh, <laughs> ace Fridley albums in this decade and it and took you know how many times did we get told oh, my album would be out next spring you know in the 90s and stuff so it's it's been a great decade. Uh, as a Kiss fan, I'm happy. I look forward to hopefully seeing more archival releases at some point. Um, I think the Vault was a great wave of you know of what can what can be on on a big scale project, and so hopefully we we'll see things like that audio and video wise from Kiss themselves. Yeah, nice. And I think Daniel really touched on you know what a thing from this past decade that there was a Kiss release a studio album monster you know how fantastic was it and it was also for my from for my taste a very strong album you know a couple of songs maybe weren't weren't so great but for the most part you know i've listened to it recently and i'm still blown away and just being really happy that psycho circus wasn't the end of their studio recording history that they came back with sonic boom and then in this decade they put out that but the decade has been for me fantastic the year with all the suffering and pain you know having you know obviously been ill as well but to have had a fantastic front row show in 2020 and you know all the fun of backstage was just absolutely incredible to have finally interviewed an original member of kiss when i've tried and tried and tried for years even before you know all the drama that went around the the odyssey book and that fiasco to finally get to talk to one of them you know and and for it to be for a purpose as well doing the liner notes for origins one picture disc and origins two was such a cool thing but for all of that stuff in 2020 that was great i think i have to go back into the decade for some of the greatest memories and that will always be peter chris live in new york city and getting to actually see him solo to see vinnie vincent playing in atlanta and will he, won't he, will he, won't he? He did, he did. And he gets up on stage and, you know, with Fleischmann. That was a very, very cool moment as well to get to experience. The Gene Simmons Vault. Absolutely incredible. Amazing. Um, 
like I told Gene, to get to pay him for the music I've been listening to for a very long time, uh, but also to get to give him a copy of you know the On Tour book was was so cool, and to be so close at the start of it that we really had unique experiences, Ken. I mean, we were very, very lucky compared really? with a lot of those who came later, especially those who came later that day, um, just by happenstance. But then, again, I think probably, well... I lose track because it's been a really good decade for me in terms of memories, experiences, going to Reno, getting to see them, uh, going on the cruise. I managed to do one cruise. Would have been two this year, and I'm kind of happy they canceled because of how sick I got after the first one. The guitars get very expensive. So um, blessed, lucky, fortunate to gone to the L.A. Forum, to gone to Madison Square Garden gone to opening night of you know the end of the road tour i thank my lucky stars that i've been able to do so many things ken yeah i mean uh, i agree that i would have liked more music uh it's 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 been a long time since they put out monster uh well i do agree it you know it was, it was pretty good music on there what kills that for me is you know just the production really kills it for me um unfortunately because i think it would have been even better had they produced it correctly and not you know brick walled it like the everyone was doing at the time um but uh, at least it's something um i would have liked to have had more you know throughout the decade but you know uh, we may never get anything we probably won't get anything new from them um but uh, as for all the times uh, I was able to see them, you know, opening for, not opening, but uh, uh, Motley Crue opening for them, and uh, then the the Def Leppard package with uh, Kiss, and seeing that, and then I feel very lucky to see them twice on the end of the road tour, the one in Sacramento um, at the you know beginning of what 2019 was it, or no 2000. Yeah, I think it was 2019, um, and then finally uh, in Oakland, um, and those were two different perspectives of of the audience. I mean, I was out off to the side, a little bit up, um, not too far, but you know, I could really see everything, the full show of what's going on, and then that was very cool. Versus being up front for the Oakland, where you don't kind of catch all that, but you're right there with the band. Uh, Pretty much, and and that's that's really great, you know, seeing it all close up like that. Of course, um, other things, yeah. I one of the highlights, I think maybe the biggest highlight was the Gene Simmons Vault experience uh, in L.A. That that was just fantastic. Um, I mean, it was all day long. I don't, I forget how long it lasted, about eight hours. I don't know, uh, but it was it was all day. But if it went by quick, and we got to see a lot of things and. Like Julian said, being there early, you know, the early bird gets the worm kind of thing. We had longer time with uh, Gene Simmons, you know, personal time with Gene Simmons uh, during that um, early part of the vault versus like, yeah, the, probably the last few people, only, you know, <laughs> they probably got him in there and shot him right out real quick, um, unfortunately. Um, but that's the way, I guess, you know, they didn't they didn't know how long it was going to take um that's why the day lasted so long i guess too plus yeah it's having ace there and 
and Bruce and uh, and Eric and and so on. So it, it was it was fantastic. That was the big a big one. The other one was um, finally meeting. Well, uh, yeah, finally meeting Peter Chris uh, at the L.A. Uh, Expo Kiss Expo, um, uh, which was a year or two before the you know the Simmons Vault, um, and that was. That was a, a great experience too, um, and you know, getting to just say a few words with him and getting a picture with him, and it, it was nice and a bit nice hug. <laughs> I mean, a great hug from from uh, Peter Chris. That was really good. So, um, and uh, uh, I don't know. I think the other thing is is being part. You know, actually being part of this this podcast um, has just been a total joy for me to you know talk with all of our guys you know all four you know three of you here and then our extended family you know Lonnie Mark and and so on um you know Andrew uh it go you know going down the line um it's just a great release you know and like Julian said earlier it's just this this will get your mind off of what's going on you know in the world um, which is which is a good thing um, these days, and it's just you know it's it's something if you're passionate about something and you get to do or talk about it um, with other people that are kind of like-minded. Yeah, we don't agree on everything on every Kiss thing and, and song or album or whatever, um, but we're all we're all that you know the Kiss fan and. Uh, it's just a, you know, a big, a big, I don't know what I got. It's just a big joy uh, for me uh, talking with you guys and uh, other people about Kiss. Um, I never thought I'd be doing doing this ever, um, but I, I really enjoy it. Um, it's just uh, I look for I look forward to you know, I don't know how long it's going to go, but I look forward to you know uh, more more good times. It's, it's it's show to show we we don't plan it but we've you know we get to talk about other bands now on the look it's rock and roll podcast as well so dan you're the one who brought in monster to the equation your your decade um well i have to agree with ken monster wasn't one of my favorite albums but i do appreciate it that they released it and uh, when it comes to videos that got me excited during this uh, decade, I guess we have to mention the cruise. I never went on one, but uh, uh, such a fantastic event for fans, for celebrating the band, being able to celebrating the band together from all countries uh, and spending great times together. Did I freeze up on you in my video, I think? Or Yeah, your video is frozen, but Just your voice your, 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 we can hear you, so yeah, yeah good. And um, uh, so the cruise has to be mentioned because I guess it started in two thousand ten or eleven, somewhere around there. So it's about to celebrate ten years as well, I think, soon. Uh, such a great idea, and it has worked out real well. And <clears throat> the the for me the greatest part of the cruise, just watching it from the outside, is uh, Bruce Kulick's performances, uh, especially the one he did with his brother 
Bob. And we didn't know then, but it would be the last time I think they play together on on a, on a bigger stage. So uh, such a great um, thing to do, and what a great memory to have. And they sounded fantastic. And uh, when Bob wasn't wasn't playing with them the following year, they still sounded great. But there was something about seeing the two brothers playing together uh, with the songs from their particular era of kiss so that's one of the videos that got me really excited another one is of course the opening night of the the the, the final tour or the the end of the road tour uh, for many years i think kiss played it kind of safe they didn't do a whole lot to change up the stage the the thing that comes to mind is the spider they added for one of the tours it was a great entrance but then it didn't do a whole lot but it looked kind of cool but f- seeing the opening night, and I tried to not see a whole lot because I wanted to get a few surprises when I watched it live. Uh, I was blown away, and uh, I was getting really excited to, to to watch the band live. So, so, so the the biggest things for me personally, it's it's always been about music and live performances. So I have to say uh, when I watched the uh, the end of the road tour was of course great and it ties in a little bit with the podcast because i remember uh, getting there early and you know going around talking to fans and it's always funny you don't think anyone watches watches the kiss fq podcast i mean who in the hell in scandinavia sits down and watch this well uh, evidently quite a few so uh, a lot our number two market is sweden is it? Oh my! So, so <clears throat> when you when you sit down, people recognize you and want to talk kiss, and that's just a great feeling. And that's all because of the podcast. So it's really turned out uh, great. When I sent the idea to Julian, I guess it's over five years ago that we should start a podcast. I was hoping it would get to this. And eventually it did. So uh, I just w- would have wanted more participants because I thought the, the strength of the board was that we had uh, members from all over the world. And sometimes we've had members from different countries. But uh, uh, because all the KISS podcasts, you have American and Canadian guys, of course. And that's that's understandable. But I thought we had a chance to do it a bit different uh, and at times we have done, but of course, uh, yeah, but, but it's been a great five years and I'm hoping for five more. Yeah, I, I think there's still room for people from other countries. I would still love to get a regular recurring South American. I know the, the yeah. language barrier sometimes comes yeah, into play. And I, I have a great deal of respect for you, Daniel, you know, putting your English skills to the test in conversational <laughs> English. And you do a fantastic yeah. job. I, I know sometimes At people times. can leave cruel comments, but you know what? Yeah. Um, 
I, I've never had any issue understanding anything that you've said. And, yeah. you know, I really do think it is important to not just be American centric because Kiss is a worldwide yeah. supported band. And, you know, yeah. when we have Alan on from Japan, he, I mean, he's Belgian, you know, living in Japan. It, it's, it's always nice, but I do still hope that we can, you know, get some Germans involved, some Dutch, some South Americans to, Come on the show and share your perspectives. Let's wrap up with, you know, just a nice and easy, your hopes for 2021. Alex, let's start with you. You know, I'm a, it's kind of been worked on for a few years. So I'm just, I'm, I'm ready for the Soul Stage album to come out. I, I like R&B music. I've got a wide palette uh, for music. And so I, I'm just like, okay, <laughs> every time I see a, twi- a tweet, I'm like, we did this picture, and I'm like, okay, well, when's the album going to drop? So hopefully 2021, it'll get out there. Nice. And y- you know what? Uh, it's new music. It's got mm-hmm. some Paul Stanley written uh, things in the vein of R&B, so I'm, I'm willing to give it a chance and see where it goes. And come on, he's at least poured his heart and soul into, or his, what's that song, Body and Soul, uh, you know, mm. in, into that album. So I'll, I'll give it a chance. Daniel, what are your hopes for 2021? Well, again, it goes back to the Kiss Army. I'm hoping for another video from Andrew Skimberi. I guess his focusing at least told me it was going to do something on the uh, Hard in the Shade tour. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a whole lot of footage from uh, that was supposed to be on Exposed 2. So I'm hoping he, he does something fantastic with that, and I'm sure he will. I'm also looking forward to more Kiss books. Uh, let's see if that, the magic ever happens, but uh, I'm sure there will be one or two new books i always enjoy reading those and um it's a long shot a long shot but but i'm hoping of course that kiss will return live to uh, stockholm stadium 35000 people going nuts once again and it will uh, you know it started off in 97 when i watched them twice at stockholm stadium it will be kind of nice to close things in, at the same venue and when it comes to english skills uh the biggest problem speaking english is the fucking prepositions in at on uh, whichever you're supposed to use it's almost impossible so i get those wrong all the time but at least i'm trying yeah I never, I never notice it. It's like we, we have a perfect conversation, but you know, for every Scandinavian that I've ever had a conversation with, and they're speaking English, uh, you guys do a great job. You know, thank goodness you guys are bilingual because Americans and English are so good at that. I speak a bit of French and Spanish, and uh, I, I leave it a very basic, um, and I can never do a conversation, uh, or now anyway. Um, Ken, your hopes for 2021. Yeah, well, first of all, I'll say, Daniel, your your English is a lot better than a lot of people out here, even, you know, it's just like, you know, uh, so don't oh, take... Oh, that's much too, much too kind. Yeah, don't take the criticism. It's just ridiculous. Um, um, that's just, you know, uncalled for, as far as I'm Thanks. concerned. Um, um, well, so what I'm looking forward to, obviously, if things uh, get better, 
uh, that we're hoping in 2021. They know that Kiss will be able to, you know, start, yeah, picking up their tour there. Supposedly, uh, uh, there's 150 or whatever dates still that they are scheduled to play. Um, maybe more so starting with those big shows and, you know, and what Europe, uh, the middle of the year. Um, and hopefully things will pan out uh, with everything, you know, with the, you know, vaccine and so on, th that they can do that. Um, uh, somewhat, uh, some kind of normalcy back as far as, you know, entertainment, uh, and concerts and that sort of thing. Uh, the other thing is, I guess there's a lot of rumors, of course, there's been rumors about things, some cool stuff coming out, uh, for Kiss in, in the coming year. Um, and I'm, I'm just still hoping for, well, <laughs> I don't know for a lot of different things, but I've been hoping for some great, you know, huge box set. You know, I always thought the, the vault, Gene Simmons vault was kind of a model for, for something to release something in that manner of a bunch of demos and things. Um, that kiss have you know unreleased stuff that kiss would have um i'm hoping something like that some huge set um from them on that otherwise i wouldn't mind some other things you know but live you know you know people mentioned always always mention kissology four uh maybe it'll be a you know a, a, just a huge box which would be uh one two and three all those videos plus additional of whatever they were going to put in kissology four and just expand on it and make it one nice huge box. Um, and then some special editions of, you know, uh, for each and individual albums, you know, a box set for each album. That's what I want. A box set of Kiss, a box set of Hotter in Hell, you know, do it like Metallica or whatever, you know. I you know, so I'm looking forward to that kind of stuff. I'm hoping they can pull that off. Uh, I think Universal needs the sales i mean the, i think the record industry and everything else in the industry uh has taken a big hit with with this you know the virus and everything so that's and i'm sure there's plenty more things i can think of but uh that's i'll leave it at that you must have been a nightmare for santa claus here's my list santa <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right well you know if you make a bigger list at least you you, know, you, get you got half that. a chance of getting something yeah. <laughs> you know i'll wrap up with my hopes for 2021 i've got a lot of airline credit so i want people i want to see and be back with fans in person i know there's living in sin going in, uh for kiss cruise next year i'm not going on the cruise but i'll probably fly out for those events um and everything that goes with it i, I really enjoyed what the guys did with kiss masquerade so i'm hoping that there's more yeah. you know virtual events that we can Great. do you know whether it's people in scandinavia hosting one and streaming it live that we can you know pay 12 bucks to watch for the weekend mm. but i hope other people pick up the gauntlet for that i hope they pick up the gauntlet for book ideas or research ideas I, I know someone's working on something very cool right now i hope magic happens i i i i, I hope yeah. you know we get archival releases I'm, I'm not worried so much as you know surface this year that you know it's always happening whether it's facts whether it's audio whether it's video whether it's details it's all good i just hope it all continues what i do hope the most is that everyone stays healthy 
everyone gets through what we are facing today, what we are going to continue to face while we wait for vaccines. I just hope um, that we can all be around to get together again. And, you know, I really do want to thank everyone who's listened to the podcast, you know, over the past, we're coming up to six years, you know, we do appreciate you giving us even a minute of your time to while we waffle along and we have a chat that I get a lot out of just the conversation we have together. I don't give it any more consideration than that. I hope that people listening in similarly agree, disagree, get worked up by an opinion, get disappointed by an opinion, just have an emotional reaction of any type. Just don't ignore us, you know, tune in for five minutes. We, 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 do appreciate it and we've enjoyed you joining us on this road in 2020 and i hope to see you on the road or whatever in 2021 so let's leave that there for now from daniel from alex ken and myself and the rest of the team lonnie andrew everyone who's a, a part mark uh if his power is on you know thank you so much for being a part of our lives and May it continue in 2021. Bye for now. Thank you for spending time listening to the KISS FAQ podcast today. All sales are final. There are no refunds. If you'd like, look us up on Facebook or come over to the KISS FAQ message board and discuss the topic we broadcast today. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Spreaker, or wherever you've listened to the show. We hope you'll join us again.